In this episode of the Encourage Inspire podcast, I'm joined by mindset perception coach and entrepreneur, Javon Wooden. Uh, This is another cool episode, something a little bit different for the podcast. Uh, Javon is all about mindset perception. And Javon shares that uh, he helps people get into the space of knowing that they can achieve what it is they want and giving them the necessary tools to do so. He shares that what stops most people is that they're afraid of failing. So he helps them to get to a place where they can allow themselves to see that they're capable of achieving the goals that they want out of life. You know, he talks about the struggles he's had in life with adversity, depression, PTSD, and being able to work through those things. And that's the driving force that created his passion to work in this space. You know, we talk about that but we talk about perception and it really makes a difference in how most people see themselves today and because of social media often forces people to place a comparison you know Javon shares that uh, with his clients that you know not everybody's life is always you know sunshines and rainbows and that they, and a, a major key in achieving and designing the life they want is to make sure that they take their mental health and make sure that they're just as physically in tune with that as they are um, with, you know, regular fitness, you know. Devon also talks about the fact that you can't expedite success, you know. Uh, most If you're doing something unfamiliar, it's supposed to be difficult. But he shares that having the right mentors and coaches can help to carve out a path for success and that also being something that can help someone who wants to design the life that they want for themselves. And being okay with the fact that there are levels to success. You know, um, also knowing what your why is, is really key to keep you pushing forward when things really get hard. You know, we end the episode talking about the fact that we need to avoid being overwhelmed with the amount of information that's thrown at us, you know, he shares, I share that social media is often uh, used to, uh, I share that with my message, I will try to keep my message simple because there's so many gurus out here, so many people out here that are so-called experts, and it's so easy to get caught up in who to believe or who not to believe. So, you know, it's just really all about making sure that we keep those type of things into perspective. Javon talks about having to switch up his environment, you know, when he was going through his struggles and for him that was going to the military and being able to really get into a new environment to invoke change in his life, right? Um, I talked to him about, obviously, you know, why he named his company and what that really means for him and also about his certifications as a coach as well as some of the places that he's traveled to and that he what he enjoys to do as far as fitness and cybersecurity guys. I hope you guys enjoy the podcast. Thank you.
How's everybody doing? Welcome to another episode of the Encouraging Inspire Podcast, episode number 31. And I'm joined today by um, a gentleman named Javad Wooden, who this is cool because he's bringing a different, a really different element to the podcast today, but something that kind of uh, aligns with, with what I believe in, and that's you know, mindset perception and and development, kind of in that pers- professional de- personal development, professional development type of environment, you know. Uh, so I'm excited to to get to know him. And uh, he would actually, I guess his publicist found me and felt like what I was doing would be a good our podcast, which would be a good platform for him to kind of show what he has going on. So and I'm always looking for new people to get connected to. So I said, why not? <laughs> <laughs> So, um, yeah, man. So, man, Javon, how you doing today? I'm doing fantastic, Darrell. Man, I definitely appreciate you having me on. I'm excited about our conversation today. It's all good, man. Thank you for, for being here, man. I always, I never take it for granted to give people the opportunity to share what they love to do because with the passion about that, I know what I'm passionate about. You know, we were talking briefly before we started the podcast, you know, so you kind of get to know each other a little bit and mm-hmm. share with you how passionate I am about what I do. So, and I'm always looking for an opportunity to, to share about the things that, because what that does is that that creates trust and that creates people that want to believe what we do and, and support us and what we do. You know what I mean? And, and allow us to continue to make a difference in the lives of people. And I believe you're in the, I believe you're in the business of, of making a difference. And so am I. So uh, I felt like it was really good synergy, man. So, so cool, man. So, um, so you're an army veteran, right? And how how long did you serve in the army for? Um, yeah, I was in the army reserves, and I okay, did, reserves, uh, okay. twelve years. So, uh, the twelve years and then four years active total with deployments and things. Okay, cool. Yeah, my my aunt, my aunt was twenty years military. My cousin as well is in the reserves too. My cousin, yeah. So, yeah, man. Thank you for your service. Uh, military family. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, uh, my aunt said, I definitely have a few people that was in the military in my family, you know. Um, yeah, so definitely thank you for your service, man, for sure. Thank you for the support and thank you, family, for uh, serving. For sure, for sure, man. So so you're certified in mindset perception, right? So yes, you're talking to me about exactly what is, you know, when people say mindset perception, what is that? What's that all about? Yeah. So uh, for me, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people have like different meanings. Right. But from my perspective, what I what I mean when I say mindset and perception is I help people understand the power they have within already. Right. And I help them get in the right space where they can mentally say I can do this. Right. And they can mentally figure out how they're going to do it. Right. Because a lot of times what really stops you is taking those steps. And a lot of people just get, they're so afraid. They're so afraid of failing. They have so much self-doubt where they're just telling themselves like, yo, I can't do this or I don't deserve this quite yet or whatever the case is. So I help them get past those catastrophizing thoughts. I help them stop finalizing mistakes, right? Making everything mistake they make, you know, dictate their, their present and their future. So I just take them out of the past or take them out of whatever is hindering them. And we address that head on, we address their fears, fears head on, and then we allow them to see themselves as 
you know, capable. We allow them to see themselves as deserving. We allow them to see themselves as this powerful person, powerful individual who can impact change and design the life that they want. That they want. And that's 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 what's up right there, Mando. What 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 made you want to get into that 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 this space? You know what 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 brought that on for you? Uh, and let me take that back because I think I kind of know the answer for that. <laughs> um, you know, you battle with, you know, um, adversity, depression, PTSD, and things like that. So that's probably that. That's definitely the answer to probably. Oh, sure. <laughs> so that's why I said let me take that back because I had that. Written down here. But I mean, if the listeners want to know, I'm, I'm always open to answer that question. Yeah. So sure. okay, yeah. Well, go ahead then. Yeah. Okay. So what what made this uh, my for my purpose? was, as you mentioned, I struggled with um, anxiety, depression, PTSD, and I faced a, a ton of adversity just coming up. Um, but more so, it was those things allowed me to see uh, what it meant to, you know, really feel confident within yourself and really believe that you can do something. Because when I was younger, I didn't believe that I was anything more than what my environment showed me I was. Mm-hmm. Right. So growing up in the hood, growing up in poverty, growing up on food stamps and all these things and, you know, making mistakes where I was facing seven years in prison. All those mm-hmm. things just showed me like it was like, OK, I know what it is when you have this this scarcity mindset where you feel like you just can't get out of wherever you are. Right. I know what that does. I know what that means. Um, so I was like, let me take what I've learned. Let me take the intuition that God has given me and help other people come from those things. So maybe I can save them from making those mistakes, or maybe I can expedite the process of their success. So that's really what took me and brought me onto this path. Uh, I, I love that, man. I love that because perception really is the way we look at ourselves every day really does make the difference of like how we see ourselves. And, and, and it's tough because now it's, see, social media is a double-edged sword, right? Because it allows us to promote what we want. But it's, on the flip side of that, we're watching other people post up sometimes a, perce- a perception of what they think their what we want to think their life really is, and it really probably isn't most of the time, right? So, right. see, 10, 15 years ago, you don't have to worry about that. <laughs> watching what other people do, you're like, man, like, they must have a great life, not understanding. Like they're just showing you what they want us to see, not necessarily right. what they're really going through. Right. You know, if that makes sense. <laughs> oh, perfect sense, man. Perfect sense. You know, I, I talk about social media and the impact all the time. Um, and it's really the onus is on us to ensure that we understand that comparison is the enemy. Yeah. Right? When you're yeah. yourself to whatever you're seeing, you got to understand that this is curated content. They've taken their time out to record this because they knew it was going to look good, right? They yeah. knew people were going to be like, oh, man, I wish I was there. Whatever it is, right? right. That's why I'm posting it. Right? But we also had to understand that everyone goes through bad times, and that is relative, yeah. you know? <laughs> that is relative for some people. Yeah. Um, but but everyone's life isn't sunshine and rainbows all day, 24-7. That's just impossible. Right. But... <laughs> No one would enjoy that because they wouldn't understand that that's not how things always are, right? If there was no no counterbalance, right? If there was no pain, there was no discomfort, then we would never understand joy in life. You know, we would never understand passion and being happy and all these other uh, positive emotions because you have to have the yin to the yang, yeah. right? And then when we see all these things and we think like, 
oh man, they must have an amazing life. We forget to look at all the amazing stuff we have in our lives. Right. Yeah. And, um, another thing I always say is like, when you're on social media, you have to be careful to align your values, to remember those values, because that life may not even be good for you. You may not even enjoy that, right? Being on right. a yacht or having a pool party, whatever it is. Maybe you like something else. You just like reading a book in your house, right? Or sitting on a hammock, whatever it is. So mm-hmm. we have to be careful about that comparison. It's nice to see those things and use them as motivation um, to help you drive. But just be careful to not say, hey, I want that life because you don't even know what that means. Exactly. <laughs> I say it all the time. You know, essentially you said it because I talk about that all the time in the music industry is that when you start comparing yourself to people that you're opening up a rabbit hole that you do not want to go down because you don't like you said you don't know what those people are going through but you don't know if they're are they in bad contracts or they in situations that may look like they're they're great but they might they might owe a lot of money they might be in a heavy heavy debt to somebody you know what i mean you never know what they're going through but you think because of what they're posting on social media every day oh they must i want that life and what happens a lot of times is Artists, they with artists is they always think the grass is greener on the other side. Mm-hmm. So what what I mean by that is if you have somebody you're working with, as in, you know, your manager, whoever it is you're working with, and you think, well, then he or she's not getting me to where I want to go. So I'm gonna go over here because this other per- this looks better. Not understanding that if you go to somebody who might have a bigger name, bigger connections, bigger relationships. But they just look at it. They just look at you as a client. They don't necessarily care about who you are as a person. Right. I think that makes a difference. And I think people always got to be careful about wanting what they think looks more appealing, not understanding they actually have what they need that's right there next to them. But they just right. gotta, you know, they just got to be patient and continue to to trust the process and the grind of whatever it is that they're doing. I think so. I think you're definitely right. A lot of people comparison will will, will really kick you in the ass man yes yeah and as a uh, as a mindset coach you know i really focus on getting my clients to see that right to understand that you don't need to compare you know if you if you see a person and you like what they're doing see if you can collaborate instead of compare right understand that you know you don't have to do anything alone right this journey is not meant to be taken alone right there's people who have been through what you know, maybe similar uh, things. There's people who can guide you to take you up, who, you know, has intuition, right? So you have to be willing to, to look at it that way. Like maybe instead of comparing myself, maybe I can say, okay, maybe I need a mentor to help me get to where I'm going if I'm not satisfied with where I am, right? Um, so we really have to analyze everything we're taking in because in the information age, we're taking in so much, right? But very few people, that I, at least from my experience, really take the time to analyze and assess what they're taking in, right? They're just taking it in. They're like, oh man, I wish I had that. Then they're distracted. No, I wish I had that. I want to do this, right? Instead of really planning, you know, planning out what the journey they'd like to take leads to, right? And then also saying, you know, what do I need to learn? What do I need to know? And then discarding all that other information, right? Instead of bringing all that stuff in, that's just trash for them. Um, they need to under- like just take in what you need to take in, right? Filter out all the other stuff, 
it's cool to have entertainment, but so many people get so caught up in that, like you was talking about social media or, you know, hearing, you know, these random sites or random activities that's going on. They just get distracted. Um, so we really have to be mindful about focusing, right? A lot of people don't focus their energy. Energy is all over the place. And when you when that happens, now you can't get to where you really want to be because you've spread yourself out so thin. Nothing's really getting your attention. And I think it's important for people to know that. Like, if you are seeing something that you like, that you, it is possible that you could get there, right? It is possible. It's not a guarantee, but it is possible if you are focusing your attention to what needs to be done, right? I totally agree. I totally agree. You know, uh, I love your, I love your mission that always says to empower others to increase your self-confidence, improve their perception of their own worth, design their lives through a mindset shift from scarcity to abundance. Because mm-hmm. I, I, I believe that everyone should live their life operating within the most optimal mental headspace so they can achieve the thing that they want in life. So, you know, I, don't, I totally agree. I think that uh, your mental is everything. You know, everybody focuses so much on physical health, and that's important, don't get me wrong. But if your mindset ain't right, you know, what good is your, your, your I know you're into fitness. We'll get into that a little bit later. But, uh, but you know, but your, your, your mentality, your mental always got to be right. I always tell artists that, you know, you will get have tough days. You will have difficult times, difficult days. So that's when you kind of have to know how to take a step back. Recharge yourself, re-energize re, re yourself to get mentally refocused because, you know, not only is the industry going to throw stuff at you, life is going to throw stuff at you. Yes. You know what I mean? And you got to be willing to how to deal with all that despite of whatever it is that's coming at you and still be able to achieve the thing that you want to achieve. So, so I, I totally, I totally, I love your mission, man. I appreciate that, brother. Appreciate that. Yeah, um, you said a lot. You know, you talk about, you mentioned focus as well and and how it impacts the music industry. Mm -hmm. And, you know, a lot of us, and I think what really has been uh, a common denominator and what I've seen is so many people want to expedite success. (laughs) You're right. Expedite success, like not, not in that way. Right. Yeah. You can get mentors and all the other stuff and everything. And like I said, it'll take you up faster, but you still have to go through the process. There's still steps you have to take, because if you're doing something unfamiliar, it's going to be uncomfortable. Right. And discomfort really makes a lot of people retreat. So the first thing you have to learn is how to take that fear and face it head on and and fail forward. You got to change your relationship with failure. And so many like people uh, struggle with that because they see failure as a bad thing, right. right? But failure means that you've probably taken steps through the land of uncomfortable, right? And something you haven't done. And now that failure has moved you this much closer to going where you need to be because now you have that lesson learned. Now you can apply it and say, okay, let me try it this way, Right. That's how you get to where you're trying to go, right? There's little minor corrections along life that you're making, right? Sometimes the major ones come, but you have to make corrections along the journey. You don't need to completely stop. Just make corrections, you know? There's there's nothing 
in the world that can give you the manual to go where you're trying to go. <laughs> that's just that's just given because all our journeys are different, right? You can hear someone and say that says, like, hey, I got here this way, but that's not gonna work for you, right? You have to figure out how you can forge ahead and how you can go that way. Um, and that's the importance of like, you know, having the mentors and coaches and all that to really assess holistically what situation you're in, where you're trying to go. Is it feasible? Right. Yeah. Right. From where you are now. Um, and then we take those action steps and make that plan. Right. Because a lot of people. Yeah, I agree. I think, I think there's people that have. Look, it's all it's great to dream big, but yes. we also have to have realistic expectations and i think a lot of people like you said they don't they don't want to crawl before they walk but they don't want to understand that there's levels to success jay-z did not start as the billionaire he is now no i mean there was levels to what it is he had to do and i think everybody wants to achieve most a lot of people want success they're not ready for in my opinion yeah you know what I mean? And they don't want to just achieve it. They just want it given to them. They're given to them. Yeah. Especially, <laughs> in this, especially in this generation, going back to the social media thing, you know, I'm 35, you know, we're probably in the same, you know, yeah, age, well. age demographic, right? So we, we're we old enough to remember pre-social media. You, you know what it was like before the instant gratification days of social media, where we, cause we're watching, you know, so this generation just doesn't want to work for anything because we were, you know, we, when we were in high school, there was textbooks, mm-hmm. you know, there was no Google, there was, there was Google, but it wasn't like it is now where at the tip of your, at the tip of your uh, phone, right. Where you can just, you know, Google anything you want to, but these kids today just don't, it's just a different way. So they don't really want to work for it. People, most people don't want to work for success. They think, well, this should just happen because I want it to. Right. Uh, and it just that just doesn't that's just not the way it works. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They misconstrue what the law of attraction means. Yeah. You know. So they um, you know, a lot of people like even even and I don't I'm not gonna get religious, but even a lot of people say, Hey, I'm gonna yeah. let go. deal with it, deal with it. Right. Always say, <laughs> that's funny. I always remind them like you still have work to do, right? right. Yeah. You can give it to God. You can, you know, you could try to pass it off, but if you don't do anything, it's not going to happen. Right? That, isn't that the whole thing that said faith without works is what? Dead. Yes, it's dead. Well, so people, so here, I'm, and I'm just going to say what it is, bro. This is my part. Look, man, our culture, let's, let's, keep, let's, let's keep it 100, bro. Our culture, and this, don't just with the people who are not white, who are not black listening to this, but I'm just going to give you some perspective. Our black culture is the only people who think we need to take everything to God. And it's like, like, no, sometimes you got to understand and say, you know what? You put yourself in this situation. You got to get yourself out of it. Now, as long as you're doing the things you need to do to help yourself, yes, that's where faith comes in, that things will get better. But just don't think, you know, we want to take, we want to take everything, we want to go, everything we want to do with our pastor, everything, oh, the past, oh, mental health. If the pastor ain't know how to, if he's not trained in mental health, why are you going to him to deal with your mental health issues? That doesn't make any sense. Mm -hmm. That's always been an issue I've had with our people. I'm just going to keep it 100. It's always been a major issue I've had because that's the only thing we know how to do. Take it to God. 
Take it to God. Well, how about you figure it out and do something? Because God also gave you a brain. Right. Well, yeah. we have the power of free will, right? Right. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? So, you know, so I, I've also, so it's, you're exactly right. And I only said it to say because, like you said before, like people just want to just expect good things to happen, but they don't want to do no work. Mm-hmm. And you got to be willing to do the work. And that's just, a, I think that's just a major issue within our, within our culture as black people, our black community, is that we just think that God is going to fix everything. And we're just going to, you know, it just doesn't work that way. Like, we got to be willing to do some work ourselves in in conjunction with what he's going to do. Right? right. If that makes sense. Yeah, it, make, it makes sense. I mean, I always, like I said, that's, that's one of the things I, I push home. Like, you... You know, I you know I'm a strong believer in God, but I also understand that there I'm the one living this life, um, and thankfully He helps me. Right, He's right. there, but He helps me um, especially when I'm actually doing something like where I'm actually showing that I want whatever it is I'm going for. When I'm actually putting in the work, I'm turning my wheels. I'm investing in myself. Right, um, even even when I didn't have like the money to invest in myself, I was being resourceful to figure out because I knew I needed to do something, right? Mm-hmm. And if I didn't make that investment, I would still be in the same place I was. Mm-hmm. And, and that's the difference between, you know, living that that same life of, of discomfort in, in the way where you can't get the resources you need or you can't enjoy really because, you know, maybe financially or whatever the situation is, the difference is that the work you're putting in, right? A lot of people say they're busy, but they're not purposeful. Yeah, right? they're 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 working. We're all guilty of it. Can I be guilty of this time myself too? We're all we all are. You know. Yeah, yeah. Well, being busy, and I always have to make that distinction because being busy doesn't mean it's it's you know doing anything for you, right? If I'm busy enough and I haven't made any difference or any changes in my life, then that tells me that my purpose for being busy is is off right if it hasn't made any changes in my life that i wanted to see so then you have to start thinking like okay what am i doing what can i be putting my time towards my effort towards that will really move the needle for me um you know a lot of times you just got to take inventory as that and then say do i have the resources to do that right to change where i want to be you know you these questions you really have to ask yourself why you're doing it too What's your reason? Why do you want to get to where you're trying to go? Or why are you working, you know, all these jobs um, versus maybe going to learn a trade or going to school to finish whatever you want to do, right? So you really have to discover the rationale for what's, you know, what's your reasoning? Because if you don't, now you're wandering aimlessly. And that's where you come with, like, I'm going to give it to God because, you know, things (laughs) are going on. They're not going the way I want them to go, right? Well, you can give it to God again, but just please do the work, right? <laughs> Figure out what you're really trying to do because so many people are just lost. They're just like, oh, I've seen this on TV and that looks cool, right? Oh, now I want to do this because this wasn't working out for me, you know? Like, really understand, define what you're trying to get. I, I think, you know, it, it brings me back to Tyler Perry, right? So, you know, Tyler Perry's been making doing those plays since the early 90s. You know, he wasn't, you know, and he would do those plays and 12 people would show up 
right? Imagine you would spend all those times to put on these productions a couple of times a year and mm-hmm. not a whole lot of people would show up. You right. know, but he stood he stood steadfast in knowing what the mission was, you know. Exactly. And he stayed and he didn't never they deviated from the mission of what it is that he was doing. Right. He's sure he had to pivot quite a few times to feel okay, that, you know, but he ultimately got to where he wanted to go. And obviously we know the rest is history, but you know, but he he said one thing sometimes, he said focus, fo- follow one course until yeah. successful. Yeah. And so many people try to do seven things at one time, right? And you know, oh, it could be, oh, the average millionaire has seven income streams. Yeah, they but they had to get good at one thing first. Right. Right. So not, stop trying to do seven, eight things at one time. Right. And yeah. people have to understand, like, you don't you don't want to work for money. You want to work for time. Yeah. Right. Those those millionaires that you hear about what they're doing, like you said, they got good at one thing. They've mastered that. Yeah. Right. And now they have all this income from that. And yeah. now what they can do is invest in other things. They can leave that. They don't have to put all their time in this anymore, right? Now, now that's why they have time for those other six things, right? When you talk about, you know, just I, I tell people all the time, like like you said, focus on one thing. Take an inventory of your skills, right? What are you good at right now? What can you monetize, right? That's what you want to look for, right? You don't want to be all over, like you said, just scatterbrain. You're never going to do anything like that. If and, and I think too, like the whole thing between passive and, and active. Like it's a, before you can worry about passive income, worry about active income. Because again, mm-hmm. you know, worry about how to get get that going. Because it'll be all oh, we got to do this passively. No, mm-hmm. worry about still going to actively do something, and then allow those things. You allow your active income to bring in so much money where you can now focus on some other again because to you know people people join these MLM companies and they join these different things going on because well I'm gonna get rich in whatever market. Most people don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? And not because they're not good, it's just that it's just a really tough thing to to do. You know, business in general is hard, you know. But then you're dealing with all the things that come with MLM and I've done it, I've done a couple of them and it's what I realized is that unless you're super passionate about that particular industry or MLM company, I you know, if you're not super driven by it, I don't know if it's something I would always want to do. Unless it's something I'm just passionate about. You know, because I think passion is what drives, at least for me, passion is what drives me because passion is what's going to allow you to stick it through when the tough days come and the tough times come and like, you know, and these, that's just that's just how I feel about it. You know? Yeah, but we we also have to be mindful that there's always going to be things you don't want to do that will take you to the next level, right? So many people will be like, ah, oh, that that ain't cool. I don't want to do that right now. You know, I, I'll skip that and try to go. That's how they end up paying for you know MLMs that don't work or signing up for programs that they never use in courses because yeah. they're just going for what sounds good. They're not going for what really brings results. Right. So we really have to stop, you know, just bouncing around so much. And I feel like the theme of the conversation is focus, focus on the, the right action. Right? You don't have to right. just make a, a random decision. You want to make sure that decision is 
aligning with your values, your beliefs, and, and what you see as your future self, um, right? So that's a part of self-perception. A lot of people are doing these things uh, just because, one, it sounds good, right, at the moment. Um, two, maybe desperation. Uh, three, they also want to be able to say that they're doing something, right? Oh, I bought this course to do this. But you, the, the, the thing that really is missing when they're doing all these things is, who am I? <laughs> right? right. <laughs> who am I? Who do I want to be? Right. Who do I want to be? That, that's the question that is missing. Because when you ask yourself that, so many other answers are going to pop up. Like, who do I want to be? And you literally jot down the answers that you're that's coming to mind. Uh, oftentimes, when you do that, whatever you're doing right now does not jive with that. Because mm-hmm. you have to really divorce who you were to become who you want to be. Yeah. That's, that's so hard. No, that's, that's, real, so hard. That's, real, that's real talk, man. A lot, of, a lot of people get... And again, going back to social media, we see a lot of these ads pop up that come, oh, well, you can do this and this. There's, there's so much information being thrown at us every single day. For sure. You know, and it's hard to know. Because everybody says they're a guru. Everybody says they're an expert. You know what I mean? And and I say that there aren't, because there's a lot of people like out there. So you consider yourself an expert. I mean, we all do. Let's be real. We all consider what we do. We all consider ourselves to be good. Right. At something. You're an expert in something. Right. That's true. Like, right. And so what we, we got to be careful of is, is make sure that we, we figure out what works for us, because it's so easy to get overwhelmed with all the information and everybody every different ad digital ad we see on Instagram about right. oh, you need to do this you need to do that. And it's like, I know that I deal with that all the time when my artists is real. I was like, man, they see so many things being thrown at the, they don't know what to do because right. everybody says they can do this for you. They can do that for you and you should do it this way. Cause, and it's like a lot of them, they just don't know what to do. So I try to keep my message simple because I don't, you know, everybody's they're dealing with all the other crap that just, and your brain can only consume so much for you just like dude. Sure. Just like <laughs> for sure. Um and and I I would venture to say that you don't really know need to know how to do something, right? How you're gonna get there, right? Um, you know where you're gonna go. And then like you just start taking steps, yeah. just start taking action. But again, the action has to align with the necessary journey. Like I can't go and again, it has to be feasible. Right. So when you think about smart goals, one of the things that it says is, is it realistic? Right. I'm never going to be LeBron James. I get that. <laughs> I understand that. And a lot of people just stay, you know, they're, they're really focused on the goal, so to speak. Um, but the goal is really like that's probably not the goal that they should be going on. Right. If you're five foot nine, you're probably not going to be an NBA star. Yeah, I mean, I, yeah, yeah, Isaiah Thomas was, but he's, but again, he's an anomaly. You know what I mean? Like, right. Yeah. And exactly. Like, uh, you know, when you think about, you know, what it takes to be a, a rap artist or whatever, all the stuff, and not just be a one hit wonder, like a yeah. lot of times, you know, we hear so many people like, I had my rap dreams, you know, back in the day, but I knew. <laughs> that I was not going to be a big star. So I, I had 
plans in place. Right? <laughs> I knew that I was going to put my energy towards, you know, making it out where I was in and, and trying to get, you know, enough money where I can make something of myself. Right? I can create it. Um, and I had no idea how I was going to get there. Right. Like I said, I was going down the wrong path. But then, you know, thank you by the great, thankfully by the grace of God, you know, so many things came to play that showed me like, hey, you're you're destined for more, right? You're destined for more than this. You may not be that rap star, but what you could do is take all the pain and all the adversity, all the discomfort that you've been in and take a journey, right? My first step to that journey was joining the military. Right? I couldn't afford school, so I was like, I'm joining the military. Right, just to change my environment and get out of that. So sometimes it takes those types of steps where you're just like, I'm gonna do this thing, right? I'm gonna do this X thing because I feel like everything that I've been doing has not worked, right? Has not worked. I was, you know, paying for studio time, paying for it, but I didn't even have any money, right? Why, why am I paying for this, right? And I knew I wasn't gonna be that artist, right? <laughs> money for studios and things like that you know that applies to anything across the board um you have to be mindful about what you're investing in when you invest in yourself you really can't lose but you have to ensure that what you're doing as self mm -hmm. is related to a goal that can really take you up and change the circumstances right um and that's the thing like if you're going to do it do it wholeheartedly that's what i'll say you know, for anybody, do it wholeheartedly because, you know, I was really half-assed, you know, because I, I knew heart of hearts, that wasn't my thing. So why was I doing it? And you got to ask yourself that. Like, I never asked myself why I did it. I was just doing it because it was cool at the time, right? Yeah, so, I mean, you know, and again, I do believe that with Dan Age now, with, with, where a music career is, is a lot more doable than yeah. it was 25 years ago when you needed a record company. But I definitely think that uh, you have to be, you have to go and with both feet in. You cannot half-ass it. But in right. general, just whatever it is you do, whatever it is you do, you have to go all the way in because yep. anything worth anything is just is going to be hard anyway. It's going to be For difficult, sure. and you are going to deal with adversity along the way. You are going to mm -hmm. deal with a lot of stuff along the way. So you gotta you gotta be willing to just to, to like I said, go go all in and and deal with what comes along with it. You know, understand what the goal is, understand what your why is. Right. So that you can, you know, you can continue to, to keep it moving when the, when the times get hard, you know? For sure, for sure. That why is oftentimes the, the one thing that's going to drive you. Exactly, right? exactly. Motivation, like you can get motivation intrinsically or extrinsically, but motivation is fleeting, right? It's not going to last. Yeah. So you have to have that thing that's going to push you when you don't feel like getting out of bed that day, when you don't feel like doing whatever it is you need to do, right? Because those activities that you don't feel like doing, oftentimes that's what it takes, right, to get where you're trying to go, right? When you can hire that first person who may take some of those I don't like tasks off your list, but you can't just start out like that. That's impossible. Right, because <laughs> you're not in a position to. So you know, a lot of people you can't teleport. You can't teleport past with the steps that you need to take for this journey. You cannot. Right, it's so true, man. That's so true. Yeah. You can expedite how long you stay at a stage because, again, when you invest in yourself and you get a mentor or a coach or whoever it is, someone who's been there, right? You can expedite those steps, those stages. 
But that work is so important for, to make it last. Right. And that's that's what I would I would say to the listeners, right? I, I totally agree. Uh, your company, Live Not Loathe. Tell me, mm-hmm. I love, I, I, did I say that right? Yeah, oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah, I love that name, man. I love that name, for sure. Thank you. Um, Thank you. What makes you love it? It is. It's an interesting name, man. It just it's what, and it's a conversational. It's a conversation starter. Like, you know, that's cool. Because like, again, for my company, Double N Management and Marketing Group, right? So the Double N stands for Encourage and Inspire. This is a playoff. Obviously, you know, this podcast, the Encourage and Inspire podcast, which is a play on my company, right? So I named it that because I named my company Double N Management and Marketing Group because I didn't want to just name my company after me. Because people after my name, because people do it all the time, or whatever. Oh, so, the Watson and you know Watson Enterprises or whatever it is, and that's cool. But I said, okay, if double N. Well, what does that mean? That's a conversation. Oh, encouraging, inspire. Oh, that 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 person who Dorella is to the T. Anybody knows him? knows that's what he's all about. Right. So I thought right. that was that you know because so that right there, so that was kind of my mentality behind do behind the process of that. So. Right. Now I, I love your name as well, man. But definitely encouraging, inspire. You can't. That's that's dope. That's like you said. That's why we're we're here right now, right? Exactly. Um, exactly. Yeah. Right. And I, I think my company live not loathe because um, I noticed that a lot of people are really just going through the motions of life, right? They might have been checking off goals. They may have been doing something that um, someone else told them that was was the definition of success, or they just wandering aimlessly, right? They don't really enjoy anything. That's the loathe part of my company's name, right? But I want people to take it up and really have that fulfilling and purposeful life. I want people to design the life they don't need a vacation from. I want people happy. I want people joyful. I want all of that. And that's the live part, right? So when you wake up each day, no matter what, you can honestly say like, hey, I love myself. I know I'm capable, right? No matter how this day goes, I'm still going to kill it. I'm going to give my all. I'm going to give my best. And I'm going to believe that the results that I want from this day are going to come to fruition. That's that's why I named it Live Not Love. Sorry about that. Um, Bless. Thanks. No, I love that, man. I love that. So you have multiple certifications. You said that's that's earned through through the culture community. So what, mm-hmm. are, what are some of those certifications that, that you've earned? Yeah. Um, and, and one thing I will put out, like certifications aren't necessary in this field. Right. And, and so you see coaches popping up every day. Like you like coach, coach of what, you know, but, right. um, you know, but I don't I don't like that. You know, they feel like they can provide a service and that's cool. Like You don't have to be certified in this field. But the reason why I, I got certified, like I'm an um, empowered lifestyle certified uh, coach, rational emotive behavioral therapy coach. Um, and then just like a, the traditional mindset coach. Um, and the reason why I chose those is I feel like they all align. Right? I feel like they're all um, focusing on getting someone emotional intelligence, getting someone mental control um, so they can control their destiny. Right, So they can take the steps where even if something's bad, they're in a positive mindset so they can say, all right, you know, that really sucked. <laughs> you know, that wasn't what I wanted to happen, but I know I can get through this. Right. I know that this adversity is a lesson and I know that it won't stay this way as long as I continue to take the action, take the steps. Um, and that's where the mindset comes in, because if you once you hang it up, you good is done. Right. Once you say, all right, that took me out. I, 
I can't fight anymore, right? And that's what happens to a lot of people. They lose a fight because it's been so long. And that's where I grab people and I take them up because I say, hey, it's not over yet, right? You in the 10th round, there's 12 rounds of this thing, so you can still get that knockout punch, right? So you got to go ahead and go for it, right? Go for what you want um, and never give up no matter what's going on, right? You see people all the time with these, these heroic stories, right? Maybe they're born... Uh, with a disability that like Stephen Hawking or someone, and he became one of the greatest thoughtful leaders of the time. Right. So there's, there's so many things that you can look at and say, man, that's the power of mindset, right? There's so many examples in, the, in this world. And when I look and talk to my clients, I'm trying to make them another one, right? <laughs> I want them to understand to with themselves. It's not about anyone else to themselves. Like, Hey, I am as great as I want to be. And that's the key. And so, you know, my next question is going to be, and you don't have to go deeper to your process, but because I know that's how you get paid. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, sure. sure. What, make, like, what makes your session different from other coaches that kind of kind of do similar things to you? Like, what would you say kind of sets you apart? Maybe? Yeah, and one of the biggest things, first of all, there's not – that many black male coaches, especially focused on mindset, if any. Okay. Right. Um, that's one thing that makes me different um, just because my experiences in life are different from that perspective. Um, and also the adversity I've faced, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of, I've done a lot. I've been through a lot. Right. Um, and that really gives me uh, intuition where I can see a situation from that 300 uh, foot perspective. Right. Um, and I can tell one person, like, hey, the reason why you cannot move forward is because there's a wall there. Take five steps to your left and then walk forward, right? Because they're in the dark. So I really illuminate what's going on. I listen. I actively listen and say, all right, this is what's happening. And this is how we're going to get you to where you're trying to go and get out of. And I do that from a place of empathy because I've gone so much myself. And I understand how much it sucks to feel like you're just stuck to feel like you're in quicksand as you go through life, right? I'm not just here to make money. I'm actually here to, to get you lasting results, not just like quick. Like I'll tell you one thing and I'm like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, yeah, the session's over. No, no, I'm, I'm, and I'm actually um, holding you accountable. I do check-ins, right? Throughout the week, I'm doing check-ins, even outside the session. I'm checking in on my clients, like, hey, what's going on? And you told me you had a big issue, right? I'm going to be like, hey, did, did you try what we spoke about in the session? How did it go, right? That's what separates me. I actually care. <laughs> I'm actually empathetic. And I actually have the intuition to guide you and give you that insight. No, I mean, and that, you know, and that, that, that means that I like to use the word integrity. I mm-hmm. need you operate with integrity. It ain't just about, hey, pay me a dollar or two. And, like, no, I actually care about because there's too many people that get involved in industries and fields just because the money might be great, but they don't they don't really give a shit about what they actually make a difference in people's lives because and you can't just do that in a one hour block or to whatever it is, however you do your session. Like, because I'm the type of person where okay, we have a formal session or whatever we have during the during the week or whatever, but I'm not going to shut my phone off or you can't contact me at all. Like yeah, there's people like that. They're like, okay, right. we have our, we have our session, but we don't, we only speak on like when we're doing sessions and no, you know, 
I just don't feel like you can you can truly truly help somebody by doing right. it by own you know by 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 setting those type of strict yeah uh, guidelines yeah well the real work happens outside the session right because you have to have to implement um it's just like reading a book which I just wrote a book so this is what was top of mind to me yeah. when you read a book right if you just read that book and never implement anything you might say yeah that was a good book but it really doesn't impact your life because you haven't done anything with the knowledge, right? Coaching sessions are the same way. You have to really implement. And that's why I check in on my clients. Like, hey, did you try that? Right? Because if you just was like, oh, that was great. You know, you're going to be in the same position you were in, right? Months yeah. later. I have to go, so people go to, you know, it's the same thing. People go to, no matter what industry you're in, you go to a conference, a convention. Right. Like, of course you're excited. And everybody's there for the same reason, you know, Let's say you, in your, let's say you go into a, a Les Brown or a Tony Robbins thing or whatever they're doing, and yeah, and and everybody's excited. Or, or in my industry, you go to a music conference, yeah, everybody's excited. Right. It's cool to be excited in that environment because everybody's. It's about what when you go home, when everybody else, when everybody's gone, right? What do you are you going to do the things that or that they talked about, right? Because exactly. that's what happens to a lot of people is it's it, those thought that for that weekend, you know. I mean, and, and we, we've been we've been fortunate during the pandemic because normally to go to conferences is expensive, <laughs> you oh, know. Sure. And so, so to be able to have these virtual events over the last eighteen months, where you don't have to go anywhere and still, you know, go to these. I mean, talk about a very inexpensive way to surround yourself with like-minded people. Because normally, I know in the music industry, go to go to a conference for a weekend, that's twelve to fifteen hundred dollars. Right. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, easily. So, I'm pretty sure that's like that way with all in all industries. You know, you got to get a hotel, ticket price, ticket right. to attend the event. You know, you got to eat for three for three nights. You know, right? It can it can, it can cost a lot of money. You know, it costs a lot of money to go to these types of these types of things. So, but the key is to, like you said, implement the things that you learn mm-hmm. after you go home. <laughs> exactly exactly and that's why like speaking of my book that's why i made it like a workbook with it right i want people to like read it but also do the work right like put these exercises into play because if you don't you just you're not gonna pick that back up and i already know people don't read that's why i was like i'm not i don't want any fluff right in my book i want to make sure it's actionable and same thing with my coaching it's actionable I'm not just listening. I do like a coaching consulting mix. So I might say like, all right, I see what's going on here. Try this. Right. You know, I'm asking powerful questions, but I'm also giving you insight. Like this is what I I feel may work for you, but it has to align with who you are. And that's why where the personalization comes in. Right. It has to align with who they are, because I get to know my clients um, on that deeper level, Uh, because what's uh, your problems aren't the unique piece. It's how you handle it that makes you it unique. Uh, because everyone can't, like I said earlier, everyone can't walk the same journey. Sometimes you may, you know, your best friend may veer left, but your path may be right. Um, so that's how you have to look at it. Like what works for me? Um, and again, that's why you got to identify who you truly are or who you want to be. I love that, man. I love that. So I want to end the episode by kind of discussing a few of your other interests that I saw. Like you like to travel, uh, avid traveler into fitness, and and you have a master's degree in cybersecurity. I do, I do. 
That's, interesting. That's interesting, man. So you know, I've been fortunate enough to visit six different countries around the world. So where where's been where's been a few places that, that you've like you've had uh the pleasure to go? Where were some of your favorite spots? Yeah, no, no problem. That's dope that you've been to six different places. That's dope, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Get that travel in. <laughs> yeah, um, but for me, some of the some of the dopest spots I, I've been to, uh, probably Sierra Leone was awesome because I went with one of my really good friends. Um, and you know, that was great with two of my really good friends. Uh Cape, well, South Africa was dope. That was amazing. Uh Curacao is like one of my favorite islands because it's so chill, you know, a Spanish-speaking island. Uh, very chill, and it's just like the colors, everything, the people are so vibrant, and I love that. I love that. Um, and it's, it's not an island that so many people are going to, right, because you don't really hear about it. Yeah. Um, so that's a dope one. Uh, and, you know, so I'm, and I'm also looking forward, I'm going to, uh, I don't know when it's going to post, but in October, right, I'm going to Egypt and Greece, and I'm really looking forward to that, oh, too. nice. That's awesome. You know, I've... Yeah. I've been to uh, France. I've been to the Netherlands, uh, Luxembourg. I've been to Mumbai, India, Valencia, Spain. So I've been. Okay, you've been around. Yeah, I've been I, I, I don't think I've been to any of those. <laughs> yeah, I've been mostly in Europe. But India by far was my favorite place to visit. I enjoyed myself in India. I mean, I've enjoyed everywhere I went to, but India. You said where? Oh, I'm sorry, you broke up for India, me. Mumbai, India. Oh, that was your favorite? Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, that was my favorite place I've been to so far. Um, and into the yeah, so that was that was interesting. <laughs> man. They drive on the other side of the road out there. <laughs> yeah, this is it's pretty interesting. Yeah. So, right. uh, so yeah, you obviously you're 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 very heavy. You're heavy into fitness, you know. Yes, sir. Uh, there's something about fitness that you feel like can help somebody, or maybe even help that helps you operate in your most optimal headspace, or oh. It's a ton, bro. It's a ton. Like, I feel like, you know, a lot of people look at fitness as a physical thing, but it does so much more, right? You're talking about energy transfer. You're talking about um, aligning yourself with a purpose. You're talking about um, the mindset. It reduces stress, you know, all these different things that it helps. It's not just a physical workout, right? And then I like to do things like plyo and calisthenics that really challenge the mind too. Like, you know, maybe I may do a unilateral exercise and all this other stuff. So it's really about challenging yourself in a, in a total perspective. And that's what I love about it, right? And then that's, I call it a gym, like that's my sanctuary because when I'm working out, I'm, I'm going through mental reps as well. Like, and I'm thinking about, okay, what, ne- what needs to be done for the day or what do I want to do? Who do I want to be? And not only am I shaping myself physically, but that's the mental piece. Like when I'm talking about who do I want to be, I'm thinking about emotionally, I'm thinking about spiritually, I'm thinking about mentally. So I feel like working out is really more than what people see it as. Like people are like, oh, it's tough. And that's another thing metaphorically when you think about going to the gym and you push yourself for a couple more reps it's tough and what that does is that makes your mental realize like hey, i can push through more than i thought right when i'm straining for that last rep that's life right when i'm pushing myself that's the exact same thing that happens in life because i gotta push past what i thought i was or right. what i thought i could do in order to become that much better <laughs> that's what's up man and then well, cybersecurity, you know, interesting. What 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 got you excited about doing that? Because that's not something you often hear people uh, talk about, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I actually still do cybersecurity right now. 
um, even with my coaching business. Um, and what got me interested in it was, uh, you know, when I joined the military, I joined for IT. I was an IT specialist. Okay. Uh, and I, it allowed me to get my hands in on a lot of different things, you know, networking, uh, hardware, computer hardware, all this stuff. And what I noticed was the common thing was security. And I was like, oh, this is pretty interesting, right? This is interesting how my mind always went to how do you break these things, right? And that's why I got into cybersecurity, right? I started getting certs and, and degrees, and thankfully the Army allowed me to be able to get my, my um, MBA and, and my, also my master's in cybersecurity, right, with the GI Bill. But that's what really sparked my, my passion because instead of wondering, like, oh, this is cool or seeing how it works, I want to say, how can I stop it from working or how can I hack it and all these other things? So that's what, <laughs> that's how I started cybersecurity. Cool, man. Cool, man. That's awesome, man. So before we get out of here, man, how can the people, this has been a great conversation, man. You dropped sure. a lot of gems today. How can the people get connected to you, man? How can they find you? Yeah, so you can hit me up on social media. Um, Instagram, Twitter is at live not loathe. That's L-I-V-E-N-O-T-L-O-A-T-H-E. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, just search Live Not Loathe. And then if you're on Instagram, just search my name, Javon Wooden. Right. And also I have a website, um, live not loathe.com. You can purchase the book there. You can purchase Own Your Kingdom Apparel there. Um, you can book my courses. You can book me for, for uh, coaching sessions, whatever. Everything is a one-stop shop. I'll make it easy for y'all. <laughs> wonderful, wonderful, man. Well, guys, it's been another great episode of the Encourage Inspire podcast. And this is your host, Darrell Peart. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace. Peace.